Thank you once again for joining us as part of our Bible study family. My name is Abraham Manasseh, and if you want to listen to the previous Bible studies that we have done, you can go to drmanasseh.com, 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 and you'll get all the previous studies that we, we have done on this subject and other subjects. Today we'll continue with our topic, how to get emotionally healed, how to respond to offense. We, we have talked about it uh, in the previous Bible studies. And today we'll look at the biblical way of responding to, to offense. Because last time we looked at the wrong way of responding to offense. And we said, gossip is the wrong way of responding to offense. The second thing is just to do nothing. It's not the right way of responding to offense. When you are offended, there are things that you need to do. And today, we are going to look at that. We have to understand that not everything offends us. So we have control over what offends us. We have control over who can offend us in our lives. There are things that offend you. And there are things that do not offend you. And some of the things that offend you may not offend me. Some of the things that do not offend me may offend you. So we, we control what can offend you. The same thing with people. There are people who can offend you and there are some people that will never offend you. Two people may say the, say the same thing to you. And you take offense at what person A has said. And when person B says the same thing, just take it like a joke and you laugh about it. So in other words, we, we do have control as to who can offend us and who cannot offend us. And when we talk about offense here, we're not talking about abuse. We're not talking, talking about emotional abuse, physical abuse, or whatever kind of abuse. That is not what we are talking about. If you are being abused in your relationship, if you are being abused by somebody, please, 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 Run to the police station. Run to the nearest authorities. Report that. Report any form of abuse. That's not what we are talking about here. We are not referring to abuse when we talk about being offended. When we talk about uh, somebody offending us. That's something very, very different. And, and when there is abuse in a relationship, that needs to be reported with immediate effect. So what I'm trying to say is we give people power to control us. When a person offends us and we take offense at what they have said, in other words, we are saying that person has power to control our happiness. That person has power to tell us when we can be happy and when we should not be happy. So we give people authority. We give them power to control our happiness. Sometimes we, you know, we get offended just because we can't manage our emotions. And that's how we get easily offended. Sometimes we are just overly sensitive. Unfortunately, we do not want to see it and do some self-introspection and check ourselves. Why does so-and-so offend me? Why? Is it me or is it her? Is it me or it's him? Those are some of the questions that we need to ask ourselves 
And in most cases, we, we have no time to sit and ask ourselves those kind of questions. We have to understand that life has its ups and downs, and life has mountains and valleys. So we should not be oversensitive if we want to live a life without offense. Like I said, you cannot control what people say. People will always speak what they want to speak. You cannot control what they do. People will always do what they want to do. But you have control on how you respond. When somebody says something to you, you have authority, you have the right, you have control as to how do you want to respond to what they have said. When somebody does something, you have the ability to respond in a positive or in a negative way. It's up to you. You cannot control what they do, but you control how you react. You know, as long as we live, as long as we live with people, people will offend us. They will say things that we do not like to hear. People will do things that we do not want to see them do. And they will offend us. So we, people, people will always offend us as much as we also offend other people. By the way, there are people that you, whatever you are doing, they're not happy about. They get offended. There are people who do not like your jokes, by the way. There are people who do not like to hear you speak. Some just don't like your voice, that's it. And there is nothing that we can change. <laughs> there are things that you do that offend other people. And sometimes you are aware, and there are times when you are not even aware. So we, we should not live like we are Mr. Right, Mrs. Right, or we never make any mistake. No, we never offend anybody. No. You are not always on the right side. There are times when you get in other people's nerves. So before you get offended, ask yourself some few questions. Do I think this person did this intentionally? Will I have made the same mistake? Will I have done the same thing? Will I have reacted the same way if I was in his position or if I was in her position? So don't, don't be so quick to be defensive or to be judgmental. Don't be so quick to be on the right side. There are times when, you know, you're offended because it's your fault. There are times when you're offended because the other person did something wrong. So anything is possible. Sometimes it's just, just mere simply misunderstanding in a situation. Or somebody said something and you misunderstood them, then you get offended. Often, I mean, honestly speaking, most of the offenses, most of the things that offend us, people don't do them intentionally. They don't do them intentionally. Sometimes they do them because they're under pressure. Sometimes they do them because they have other issues going on in their lives. Sometimes they thought they were just joking. And we misinterpret it. And we get offended. You know, you can tell somebody that his shoes are dirty. And they put on dirty shoes. On a good day, they'll just laugh and brush it off and move on with life as if nothing happened. But you may say the same thing and you find that person in a bad mood. And he will get offended. That's the nature of life. That's how people are. So, some of you, maybe you are emotionally wounded as I speak. And let me say this to you. Please know this one thing. God wants to heal you. God wants to heal you. If you can allow God to heal you, if you can take 
God's process. There is a process that God wants you to follow if you really want to be healed. There's a process or steps that you need to follow when you want God to heal you. And the Bible is very clear on that. Like I said, we, we have talked about things that we need to avoid when we want to be healed. And if you want to listen to those things, go to drmanase.com. D-R-M-A-N-A-S-E.com. Let's quickly go through the Word of God and see what the Bible says we should do in order to be healed. James chapter 5, verse 16 is very clear. It says, Therefore, confess, underline the word confess because we'll come back to it. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. So that you may be healed. How many of us want to be healed? Emotionally healed. Some of you are emotionally wounded right now. Emotionally healing is a two-step process, biblically. It's a two-step process. The first step, the Bible says it's confess. The second step, it's pray. Emotionally healing is a two-step process. The first step is we have to talk about it. We have to confess. We have to communicate about it. And the second step is to pray about it. Many, many Christians, they try to bypass the first step. No wonder, no matter how much you pray, you are still not healed. Biblically, you have to do two things. You have to confess, talk about it, communicate about it, then you pray about it. The biblical way is to talk it through. That's the first thing that you need to do. Then you pray about it. You cannot replace talking. You cannot replace communicating with another person. You cannot replace the confession part with prayer. Just because you pray about it, it does not replace the confession part. Bible says you have to confess, talk to one another, talk through it. A lot of you have been prayed for. Your pastor has prayed for you. Your bishop prayed for you. Even your prophet, he prayed for you. But you are still emotionally wounded. You prayed about it. You, some of you even fasted about it. Some of you even went to the mountain to pray about it. And they laid hands upon you. And pray about it. Some of you even fell on the ground when they prayed for you. You went down angry. And you came out still angry. Please do not jump the first step. When you really want to be emotionally healed, Please do not miss the first step towards your healing. There are no shortcuts with God. And I want us to find out how do you talk it through? There is healing in talking with somebody about your situation. Yes, there is healing when we talk it through. There is healing. James chapter 5, verse 16 says, Therefore, confess. Confess your sins. Confess whatever has happened. Confess your offenses to each other and pray for each other. 
so that you may be healed. And Jesus emphasized this issue of talking through, of talking about it. Jesus put the first step, the talking steps, very, very clearly. Jesus put a clear process to avoid misunderstandings. And if we follow these steps that he has outlined, it's going to help us resolve a lot of issues. The steps that Jesus put, it's in Matthew chapter 18. Matthew chapter 18 from verse 15 to 21. The Bible says, If another believer sins against you, go privately and point out the offense. If the other person listens and confesses it, you have won that person back. But if you are unsuccessful, take one or two others with you and go back again so that everything you say may be confirmed by two or three witnesses. If the person still refuses to listen, take your case to the church. Then if he or she won't accept the church's decisions, treat that person as a pagan or a corrupt tax collector. Jesus says the first step, you have to meet with the offender. You have to meet with the person who offended you. And you have to make your approach and your conversation very, very honest. You are going there not to be vindictive. You are going there not to express your anger or your bitterness. It's okay to say, you know what, maybe I may have misunderstood you. Is this what you are trying to say? Is this what you said? The most important thing the Bible says is to gain the brother back. Is to gain or to win the sister back. Is to reconcile and restore your relationship. That's what Jesus says. It's not, you're not going there to take revenge. And you should not be oversensitive when you talk to the person. You have to be prayerful. You don't have to go there and vent or broadcast the issue. You know, to other parties or other people who are not even involved. You have to go straight to the person and talk to the person. You have to ask God to help you. So you discern how God wants you to respond in a godly way. And you have to treat the other person as also you would wish to be treated if it was you who made a mistake. So it's very, very important that you find some time, talk to the person, approach the person. Let them know that you are, you are offended because of what they have said or what they have done. You don't have to avoid them or start uh, gossiping about them. And Jesus says, in a situation where you try to talk, and it, find, it, 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 it looks like you do not find each other, or you don't find a way to resolve it, Still, there is a next step that you can do. Or maybe if you feel like you cannot talk to the person, or the situation, the way it is, you feel like it's not possible, or you don't feel, uh, you know, you don't feel comfortable talking to the person. Jesus says the second step, if the, the problem still remains unresolved, the second step is take one or two with you. Who will be there as witnesses? Who will be there so that they will witness the conversation? Find somebody that you can talk to and explain to them that 
This is how I feel and this is what happened. And if possible, that person, go with them to the person who offended you. Go with them and talk to them. And the integrity of the witness here, it's very, very important. You know, a person who is objective, people who, who know and who understand the situations about the relationships, they'll be honest with you. They'll be, they'll be honest with you. Sometimes they'll advise you that here, you know what? You were wrong in this situation. You should not have reacted the way you reacted. People who love you, they will tell you the truth. So get somebody and you talk to them. And if possible, then you go with them and say, okay, let's go and talk to that brother. Let's go and discuss this issue with that brother. And in most cases, the, the, the issue can be resolved. It can be resolved. And they will be honest with you. If you have been overly sensitive, they will tell you, you know what, brother? You know what, sister? Here, I think you have just been overly sensitive. You should not have been offended over this. Always remember that the goal is not to win the case. The goal is not to judge the other person. But the goal is to win or to gain the brother or the sister back. The most important thing is to reconcile and rebuild relationships. And Jesus says the third level, the third thing that you can do is, if the matter still it remains unresolved, you'd rather take it to the church. Get one of the seniors in the church. Talk to somebody in the church. Involve uh, probably your leadership, involve your spiritual leader, involve your pastor, involve maybe an elder in the church or the counselor in the church or somebody that you work with in the church. Involve somebody. Now you start involve the church. That is the third level. That is the third level. Now if you look at all the steps that Jesus has put, he says the first one, you try to talk to the person. If still it remains unresolved or you feel uncomfortable talking to the person, get somebody that you can talk to. Then the two of you, you approach the situation. You approach the person and you discuss the issue with that person. If still it does not get resolved, involve somebody from the church. Involve the leadership of the church. And if you look at all these steps that Jesus has put, there is no room for gossip. Gossip is not biblical. Gossip is unchristian. In gossip, there is no resolution. In gossip, there is no reconciliation. In gossip, there is no emotional healing. And I'm telling you, after you have talked it through, whether you have talked with the person or the third party or somebody, after talking to somebody, you will feel, feel much, much, much better. Trust me, there is healing in talking. There is healing in talking. Talking is therapeutic. If you talk about the issue with somebody, after that you will feel so much healed. You will feel so much different. But you have to understand that this reconciliation, it, it requires your honesty and your vulnerability. So in case they advise you and say, but here my sister, here my brother, you are wrong. You should be able to accept. And you should be able to be vulnerable to the other person and say, I've been hurt by you. I've been offended by you and this is what happened, this is what offended me. It's unfortunate that our pride sometimes doesn't allow us to accept that we are wrong. We don't want to admit that we are wrong. 
And some people, they get a sense of gratification out of self-pity. So they prefer to nurture the pain instead of trying to heal, instead of trying to resolve it. They rather stay with the pain. So everybody will say, I'm sorry, shame. I'm sorry, shame. You know, your offended spirit will not disappear until you take steps to biblically resolve the issue. You must be willing to face the individual or to face the problem and resolve it. Find a way to resolve it. Talk to somebody and try to resolve it. I know that some of you may be thinking, what if they, the other person, they blew it up? What if they were wrong? Or what if they do not respond at all? Well, let's not make some presumptions here. It will still be much, much better trying to resolve it. Try to resolve it. Try to talk to somebody rather than trying to live, you know, in what I call false peace. False peace. That is not how we should do it. Take care of offenses, regardless of what you think, regardless of what it may cost you. Sometimes it will cost your pride. Maybe the offending person has no idea he has offended you. They have no idea that they hurt you. So do not always assume, do not always think people are malicious and evil. That's not always the case. You know, they may have information to share with you about the situation which you're not aware of or what that you do not know. And maybe when they start to share some light, they start to tell you what they're going through uh, on that day. Maybe they're going through some situations during that time. You might not be aware of it. So as, as you prepare yourself to tell the truth, or when you go there with that vague and say, I'm going to tell him the truth. I'm going to tell it as it... No, 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 no. You must sometimes must be ready to hear the truth from them. They may also tell you the other side of the story. They may also tell you their truth. They may have some truth that you need to hear as well. I know we are so quick sometimes to throw up those defenses. You, know, you want to defend yourself. You want to be Mr. Right. You want to be Mr. Right. You must learn to accept their perception and feelings. Because they've, I mean, their, their perceptions, their feelings, their way of saying things, it's valid and genuine from their viewpoint, from their perspective. As much as you feel like from your sight, your perception is 100% correct, that's also how they feel on their side. They may become defensive. Or they may start to explain things that you never expected. So just because you are, uh, you are not you are not them, you will not think like they do, and they also will not think like you do. So sometimes they might have done things differently if they knew that it will offend you. And sometimes just because they they believe that they are right, it does not make them wrong. From their perspective, they might feel like they are right. Sometimes they have to do what you call critical self-introspection. It's very, very important. And in most cases, when we are offended, we only see things from our side view. We only see things from our perspective. We, we are not genuine. We are not honest with ourselves. We have our own presumptions. We have our own prejudgments. 
When you approach them and talk to them, they may even say, I'm sorry, you are right. Please forgive me. And please be willing to forgive them. Don't say, oh, you did this deliberately. You make me a fool and all that. No, don't say, don't go, don't go that direction. Don't go that direction. Now as you approach them, hopefully we believe that they will be sensitive also. They'll be sensitive also. And trust that God will see you through. And best of all, you'll have the peace of God. After you have talked it through, you'll have the peace of God. You'll have the peace of God and you have the support of God because you have done and obeyed what the Word of God says. Lastly, ask that the Lord will help you listen. It's very, very important. That the Lord may help you listen to their, uh, to their words and be compassionate and be open to whatever they tell you. Be open. Be willing to listen to their side of the story. And God is going to bless you for that. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for this time. Just to learn from you. Just to grow in you. Just to understand that, Father, you want us to reconcile with other people. Reconcile with our friends. Reconcile with our relatives. With our co-workers who might have offended us. Jesus says there are two steps to healing. The first step is to communicate. Talk. Confess. Talk about it. Confess it and say, yes, you have offended me. Confess and say, I'm sorry, this is how I feel. Confess about it. And Jesus said the second step is to pray over it. Lord, I want to pray for everybody, or anyone who is offended right now, who is in pain right now. I pray that God will give them the strength and the courage to be able to go and talk to the offender and get healed. We thank you, Lord, and we bless you for all that you continue to do in our lives because you are forever faithful and trustworthy. We thank and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.